Welcome to the Inspiration of Now podcast. I'm your host, Tamor Bootson, and my goal is to inspire you through the different perspectives of each guest. Our guests will vary from musicians, entrepreneurs, filmmakers, athletes, artists, you name it. Each episode, I will be bringing on a new guest who I've been inspired by in one way or another and want to share that inspiration with you. This season is proudly sponsored by Adam Audio, German precision-engineered studio monitors for any studio size, shape, or budget. On this episode of The Inspiration of Now, I'd like to welcome our guest, Jordan King. Jordan, welcome to the show. Hello, yeah. Jordan King co-runs a studio in the heart of Hollywood called the Dojo Studio. He's a recording artist, recording engineer. I love his music. His music is awesome. And he turns out to be a super talented actor as well. Thank you, bro. Thank you. To be honest, well, we'll start this way. Um, when you first came to the studio to do the video, uh, I mean, the movie, I was just, I was surprised because I didn't know what to expect. And then you asked me to be in it. And, you know, we got into a little motivating speeches and we did all the the, the, the motivating stuff and inspiring stuff. And it was just, man, it made me feel good. And then you asked me to use my music and, it just everything came together when I seen the full project. I just I felt it was it was such a pleasure to be you know included in in, in that project. So I just want to start off by saying thank you for that. Now you got me on on the new project, and I just want to say thank you for that. You know, shout out the inspiration for now, like inspiration of now. I mean, you know. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, Jordan. I really appreciate that. But thank you so much for the kind words, and it's a pleasure to have you. Of course, man. Of course. So here's my question. I've known you for about a year now. I've listened to a ton of your music. How did you even get into music in the first place? So I moved to this new uh, neighborhood and I was a new kid. And I made friends with this one kid because he was like the only person I was trying to, you know, make friends with me or whatever. Yeah. And he made music, right? And he was with a, a group who made music in their house. So like they weren't making music at a studio. It wasn't like, you know, professional or nothing like that. It was just in the house on a computer with a computer mic in the back right. room closet, you know? I went there one day after school. And how old were you? Uh, like 14. 14, okay. Yeah. And I just seen them all uh, writing. They, they're like picking beats, writing, recording. You know, they, they did all the editing themselves. You know, they did the, what, like, it was just, that was what I, when I seen, like, this is cool. Like, what, what the hell is this? And then yeah. I just started to, like, go over it more and more. And then one day, uh, they actually, one of the, the, the leader of the group was like, hey, man, like, you ever think about rapping? And I was like, I mean, you know, it's whatever. I thought about it, but I don't know if I want to rap. Like, I'm just, yeah. you know, I, pl- I think I played football at the time. Yeah, I, pl- I was a football player at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, nah, I don't know. But that same day, like later on in the session, it was eating at me. So I picked up the pen and I just I started writing rhyme words. I didn't, I didn't even start writing like music right. or, or just bars. It was just rhyme words. I just wanted to see if I can think of words that rhyme fast enough or, you know, if, mm-hmm. even if I had it. A couple, uh, a couple months went by of me just writing in class, writing in school, writing at home. Just God, I was just writing now on my notebooks. Yeah. Just, like a passion. Always, yeah, it was just always just, I was just trying to rhyme now. And then that's when it happened a couple months. And then I just, it was, I was a full-blown rapper. Like I just wanted to make music. And I, I started recording, I think it was like three or four months later, I started recording with them in their computer in their closet or whatever. And it, it was, it was good. But we got into a personal situation, you know, I really don't want to speak on it, but it was kind of like, it was more like intimidation because they didn't really want me around because I had have, I have more drive. Like I was knocking on the door more than them and I was trying to record more than them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had more more music than them and it just kind of happened like that. But 
then we branched off and it just it just stayed with me i just didn't i i never stopped everything every time i had a pen in my hand i was writing either on my pants i was writing i was trying to get a napkin i was writing on my hands it just kind of went from there it's 14 years old you know and now I'm the only one. I'm the only one still rapping out that group. I'm the only really? one. Still doing it. Yeah. And that's the wow. Crazy and I find that pretty interesting. And uh, kind of going back to what you were saying about having more drive, I think maybe in a ways they were like, like, wow, like maybe they, they, they didn't know how to react to someone who had that much drive when they were mm-hmm. the one who let you into their group exactly. in the first place. I was looking at it like that. Like, why don't, why don't I motivate y'all? I, I would look at that as, you know, when you cross paths with that group, you started out making music with as a challenge, but as you were getting older and you started progressing with your rhymes and your lyrics and all your music, what were like some of the challenges that got in the way of you making music? What's what, like, what were some Money. of the challenges? <laughs> money man money was the first one because again like i didn't have somebody that was had a studio i didn't have mm-hmm. somebody that could, could record me i didn't have somebody that was just there and that's what they did you know right i did that especially when i went through that situation with with with, with what i with who i went through it with or whatever and i didn't have access to the studio as much you know i still just kept writing or whatever i got myself a laptop I got myself a computer. I mean, a, a microphone. I got myself on YouTube and, you know, it's like I was and I was learning how to do it because I just had that passion. And then I think the struggle was not having the money at first to get the stuff, you know? Uh-huh. And then when I got the stuff, learning how to use it. Right. Yeah. I would say learning the technical aspect is definitely a challenge, but let's say you record a full verse on one of your songs. You spent the whole day mm-hmm. and this was the one you just hit it, but then you didn't hit record and the whole time it wasn't recording. I'm sure you experienced something like this, but do you think having to redo that song or what you went through made you a better artist? And so match- actually, all right. So this is, that's a good question. And um, I give all the credit to my grandmother, I would say, because my grandmother always had this saying, she always said like, if, if something didn't happen or if something went wrong while you were doing something or if you were late to something or, you know, if something didn't go your way, period. That's the Lord's way of saying, like, I'm protecting you from something or do it better or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just kind of those positive affirmations. And that's what I tell myself all the time since she's been gone. And it's like if I'm recording a song and the program shuts down or the computer crashes and restarts or something like that, you know, I always tell myself, well, that's God telling me I was being stubborn because he he kept telling some obviously something was going on before that. And I was mm-hmm. redoing it and whatever the case is, but I could have done it better. And I was being hard headed. Yeah. And I needed his help. So. Boom, shut it down. You know what I'm saying? Bring it back up. But that's just that's just what I tell myself. Keeps me motivated to not shut down and close my computer and quit the session and possibly yeah. not make that song you know, or a mm-hmm. hit song or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I really like that attitude you have because something that can be considered a setback is actually an opportunity to make something better. Like, okay, bingo, you just said this, right? So that me telling you that made me think of a, a, a situation. It must have been like over 10 years ago when I had a sidekick. Uh, it was raining outside. As a quick note, anyone under the age of 25, including myself, basically a sidekick is an early cell phone. My sidekick was full of this new album that I was making. And I was so proud of this album, so confident. I had like every verse written in there. I had nothing else saved on anything else but that sidekick. Right. Ran out the car, was running up the stairs to the house, and the sidekick fell out of my pocket, like slipped out of my pocket and dropped down two stories full of two stories of stairs down into a, like, I want to say like maybe a three inch puddle. Everything was gone. I had to start over. I I never remembered another rap again from that thing, but I was only mad for five minutes, you know? Mm -hmm. 
I was literally only mad really? for five minutes. Yeah, it's like, you know what? It's all good. I'm a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I do. If I'm mad that I just lost 12 songs, 15 songs, 20 verses or whatever, bro, I need to quit because it's not, it's not what I need to be doing. If I'm getting mad at 15 songs when these rappers that are out now got 1,500 unreleased songs, I got I to gotta step it up. So that's what kept me moving. I see. Wow. Wow. I know. I know for many other people, like in that moment, it's like all this hard work and I just lost it all. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> believe me, man, I've thought about that too. Don't don't make me sit here and act like I'm I'm Jesus and I like you know. Nah, I've definitely got mad and all that stuff, but but it doesn't really last that long with these with those kind of things. Right, right. I see what you mean. Yeah, evolving as an artist is super important. And speaking of evolution, I knew about a year ago. I knew you as Gems, but now you go by Jordan King. Can you briefly tell me what that transition was for and what how that affected you? It was it was really. It was a, a period in my in my life where I felt like I think it was time for a change. It was it was more time for like reinventing myself because who Jim's was on the East Coast and and who he was before for you know my whole teenage and and, and young early twenties was just kind of like a hothead. He was just a survivor, you know. He was going through what he went through and where he was at in life. But then coming over here and, and living over here and you know meeting my fiance and you know just building a family and, and being around who I'm around and, uh, you know, being a partner at the studio and just all these new changes in my life made me want to just say, I think it's time for a rebirth, like, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just time. Right. Yeah. So speaking of a rebirth and, you know, a lot of what we've discussed is opportunities. Why do you think it is so important that you create your own opportunities? Cause no, nobody can take it from you, man. If it's given, it can be taken. You understand? If you make it, who can take it? Right. It's like the same thing. It's like the same thing when um you you know the saying like uh teach a man how to fish and can eat forever. Give a man a fish, he can eat for a day. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the same situation. Okay, I yeah. Get it's it. like if I give if I just make the food for you, how the hell are you gonna know how to feed yourself tomorrow? Right, right. No, I really like that saying. Very powerful. Before we get into our next topic, I want to share one of Jordan King's songs, "My House," a perfect transition into our next topic. My house, let's go. I'm not even joking with you. I've listened to that song well over a hundred times. Well over a hundred times. Like, oh, this everything about it. I oh no, I love that song. I love that song. So, I mean, like one of the things uh, I love, and one of the lines is chasing all my goals, and I love that because I. It's not oh, I'm chasing my dreams. You're chasing my. You're chasing your goals, and that. And whenever anyone asks me, oh. What are your dreams? I say, oh, I, I don't really have dreams. I have goals. And that's what I love what you put in there, chasing your goals. But that the main thing, I don't know if you guys all caught it, got a baby on the way. So I'm going to leave the floor to you. All yours, Jordan. Man, I got my daughter on the way, bro. I'm I'm so happy right now. I'm just blessed, man. I'm so blessed. I feel they're moving. I feel they're, they're dancing around. You know, she hears me talking. It's just, it's a beautiful thing, man. I've been waiting, I've been waiting to have a 
solid family. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm, all my little brothers and sisters, you know, my, with the with the exception of the two youngest, they all have kids, and I'm the oldest of seven, and I don't have kids. So I just think it's time, you know. And I feel like a a, a girl is gonna change just how I view life and how I move and how I act, and you know, just everything. Right. Yeah. And bringing a new life into this world is like, Mm -hmm. that's a huge responsibility. And as an artist, how are you mentally preparing yourself? Um, Calming myself down how I talk in in music. Um, Calming myself down how I talk to people in general. Just calming myself down and getting ready um, to bring another person in his life. I mean, uh, into this, yeah, into this life that really just needs me and needs me at my best. So I've just been working on myself and changing and my music's changing and the way I think is changing and the way I talk is changing, you know? I'm just preparing to get into grind mode. Like, it's, it's time. Ain't no more time for games. Mm-hmm. It's time to go. And and speaking of which, like, I know you, you've been super focused on your music, you know, grinding every day. So do you worry that having a baby will take away from your focus on your music career? Not at all. I got a, a studio in the house, man. <laughs> you know, I got a studio in the crib. So if I ever feel like I got to put something down, or I mean, I'm always writing. I got a phone full of verses. So right. I even got little, little notepads lying around the crib with, with little verses in them. So I'm good. I'm, I'm always going to make music. I really just feel like having a daughter or having a, uh, yeah, having a daughter is just going to keep me in the house more, you know, wanting right. to be around with her. So it's going to, I think, to be honest, you want my honest opinion? I think it's going to make me make more music. Now I got different things to talk about. Now I got a cool little video I could put together with my baby. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's so awesome, Jordan. Congratulations to you and your fiance and bringing this new life into the world is going to be so amazing. Yeah. But real quick, Jordan, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yeah. This season is proudly sponsored by Adam Audio. Adam Audio was founded in 1999 in Berlin, Germany. Since then, the company has been developing, manufacturing, and distributing loudspeakers in the field of professional audio. You can find Precision Atom Audio monitors in world-class studios around the globe. We're back here with our guest, Jordan King. Mm -hmm. Jordan, so I know you're a super positive guy. Everything we've discussed has been awesome. But has there ever been a time that you wanted to give up or quit music? Um... This one, this one time, I was going through a situation with my nephew, mm-hmm. and I was going to adopt him as my son. He had passed away, and um, we really didn't have too much money for the funeral. So I had taken means upon my own hands to go get some money, and I got in trouble. And I was living with who I thought was you know, family at the time, and I had all my studio equipment there, all my clothes there, everything there. And when I, when I you know, cleared all my trouble and everything, and I got back to the house. All my stuff was gone. I had been kicked out. The locks was changed and, and all that kind of stuff. And that really set me back because I that's when all the homeless thing, like I went homeless and I didn't have a job. And it was just, I went through that whole period of time. That's what set it off, you know? And I couldn't, I didn't really think about music. I couldn't really do music. I didn't have nowhere to record, nowhere to, I didn't have nowhere to live. So I wasn't thinking about Music. Right. I just didn't make music for like a year. This wasn't just discouragement. This is someone trying to push you down and not let you get back up. What was it in particular, like the thoughts you had in your head that made you overcome this specific challenge? I like, couldn't let somebody that I considered close to me 
do that to me and then hold me down. Like I'm not, I just can't be held down like that. So I feel like, I, you know, what, let me just get this. Let me get, let me get it back. But I went through a long period of time with just anger and resentment and being angry and, you know, wanting to get back at everybody. And it was just like itching at me. Like every time I was like bitter, old man, every time a song would come on, right. I'd be like, man, I could do better than this. What is this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I got all my shit back. I met more people. They let me stay at their house for a little while. Rest in peace, Maestro. My boy passed away. Um, car accident. But that was my guy. He let me stay at his place for a little bit. We got to making music and it got my mm-hmm. passion back. Right. Wow. That's really inspiring, Jordan. And uh, I hope our audience took away new perspectives from just alone what you had to go through. So what I like to do at the end of each episode is end the episode with a quote that I've asked the guests to prepare and how this quote inspires them. Jordan, what is the quote you've been inspired by? All right, so it says, it's by Zig Ziglar, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. To me, it's, it sounds like this, right? At first, it sounds real cocky. It sounds like, oh, you know, you're nothing until you, you become successful, right? No. Break it down. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. It's almost like it's the same as what don't kill you makes you stronger. Right. You understand? So it's more like when you achieve your goals, right? Mm -hmm. What you become on that journey, what you go through, what you endure until achieving your goals is what makes you. And then when you achieve your goals, that's what sets you apart, how you will act. Right. Wow. That's a powerful quote. And I love your uh, interpretation of that quote. Mm -hmm. That wraps up this episode. Jordan, thank you for the great insights and all your stories and for the motivation and new perspectives. And thanks for being on this episode of The Inspiration of Now. Man, we're going to get it, man. Shout out out my boy Tim Moore, man. The Inspiration of Now. You know, we got to do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got, a lot, I got a lot coming, so stay tuned, really. That's all I got to say. If you want to check out more of Jordan King's work, go to our website, theinspirationofnow.com, for links to all his work. Check me out, man, theinspirationofnow.com. Log on. Once again, Jordan King, thank you for being a guest. Thank you for the inspiration, the new outlooks. I've been inspired by you just through the time I've known you through this podcast. And thanks again, and I look forward to our next thank episode. You, brother. Stay tuned, man. Inspiration and now we here. Appreciate y'all. I want to end this episode with a song by Jordan King called 40. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of The Inspiration of Now. I hope you took away a new perspective and motivation from our guest. I want to thank Adam Audio for being this season's sponsor and Brew Productions for creating our theme song. In Season 2, we will be taking questions from our audience that our guests will answer. Go to our website, theinspirationofnow.com, to see how you can submit your questions. I look forward to our next episode, and I'll catch you all on the next one.